From the Department of Theater and Film at the University of Mississippi, this is Stage and Screen. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Stage and Screen. I'm your host, Katherine Stewart, and my guest today is Lindsay Ray Taylor, Assistant Professor of Performance and the director of the first show of our fall 2022 season, Into the Breaches by George Brandt, which runs September 23rd through October 9th in Meek Auditorium. This is a really fun and interesting show, and Lindsay and I had a wonderful conversation about it. We'll have more info about this production in the show notes, but for now, here's Lindsay. Good morning, Lindsay. Good morning. <laughs> it's so good to see you. Thank you so much for talking with me today about the show you are directing, our first show of the fall 2022 season, Into the Breaches. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, of course, of course. So first off, I would just love to hear kind of in your own words, if you could describe the play, tell us what it is and what it's about. Sure. Uh, so yeah, Into the Breaches is a play by George Brandt. And it's a play that takes place in uh, 1942. So amidst World War II is our setting. And the play is focused on a theater called the Oberon Theater, which is a theater in Providence, Rhode Island. Um, not an actual theater, but um, in a theater within the play. Uh, and it is, so the theater has been dark for four months because typically the men run the show. So the artistic director, the director, most of the actors are men and they're all fighting overseas. So it's been dark for four months when the play opens. And then we meet the wife of the artistic director slash main director. And uh, her name is Maggie Dalton. And she and her husband, Andrew, have decided that in the men's absence, they want the season to go on to, you know, give people a little bit of hope and to and to not let the theater completely fall apart. So they decide to, she decides she's going to direct their production of the Henriad, which is a special version of Shakespeare's Henry the Fourth Part One and Two and Fifth combined. <laughs> so um that's kind of the basis of the play so we 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 meet maggie in the very first scene who has not had any experience on stage she mainly serves as andrew her husband's assistant and has a very daunting task because she has to collect some people to help her but of course there aren't men to be in a play that is mainly about men most of shakespeare's plays are typically more male identifying characters um, in, in, in those plays. So, uh, and the Henry's, the history plays are, have even fewer female roles. So she is gonna hold auditions and see who she can get. And uh, which is predominantly women. <laughs> so that's where we begin. And we, we watch through the course of the play, all of the obstacles that come up in trying to put on a production. And uh, there's a beautiful parallel between what's happening with the war, with World War II, and also what's happening within the play, because of course the Henrys are also based, uh, are also war plays. So there's a, a beautiful, George Prant has done a beautiful job of, of combining doing a reflection, as it were, of uh, of what's happening 
in the real world and what's happening in Shakespeare's world. And it kind of wraps together very sweetly with a lot of comedy, a lot of heartwarming moments and, um, and a lot of fun characters. Yeah, wonderful. That's a wonderful introduction. Good sell. <laughs> um, so why why did you choose this play, and and why is this a good moment for uh, for audiences and also our our students and performers to engage with it? Oh, I've I've been thinking about this play. I think it premiered in two thousand eighteen, and I had a, a very close friend of mine was in a production. She played Maggie Dalton at Oslo Rep down in uh, Florida, and she was had told me about this play and. I personally like to direct plays that have a lot of roles for for women. And um, so I was very interested in it because it's a predominantly female cast. And I like I love the mission of it, the women sort of taking it on. And uh, if we think about Rosie, the riveter, we can do it and perseverance. And I just I thought the play had a beautiful message. And I just also love that it would give opportunities for a lot of um, uh, female performers in our department. Um, and I have was hoping to get a chance to see it, this production, which happened in 2020. And I say March, 2020 mm. with a big, <laughs> so I was about to buy a plane ticket and go to Florida to see it. And um, they were in production and the show um, was shut down because of COVID. So I didn't get to see it live, but I was able to watch the performance. They they streamed it so that that uh, people could 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 view it um, during the pandemic, and I fell in love with it. I I really, and I was feeling that those were early days of pandemic, but um, I've been thinking about it as theaters started to shut down, as our world started to shut down, and in coming to think about shows that I'd like to direct and and things that feel relevant right now. Uh, I just saw a lot of parallels within the pandemic because again, the show op when the show opens, er all the furniture is covered. It's been very quiet. Uh, the ghost light is there and it has been on since they shut the doors. And it got me thinking about what's happened to us recently, having to shut so many theater doors, having to cancel so many productions. And um, I know we're, you know, I'm knocking on wood and all of the things, but uh, it seems that we are now emerging from the pandemic. And so I feel like it's an appropriate time to put on this play because we're still get that. And I hope we continue to get that giddy feeling when we return and, and watch shows together. And so I think it's a beautiful season opener because it's an invitation to return to our spaces and to enjoy theater, tell stories together. So I feel like it's a, it's a very appropriate uh, time to do this play. And again, I've, I've just wanted to do it for a, a few years now. And this seemed like the right place, the right time with the right group of people. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. So, so what do you think are some of the major themes of this play? Certainly, Perseverance is always the first word that comes to mind, which I know I've, I've mentioned before, uh, and that the can-do spirit of the time and the can-do spirit of theater. As we know, when we're making plays, it feels like there's never enough time. You There's a lot of variables that you're dealing with. So, uh, I, so I, I love that. But there's also, there's some deeper themes in the play. We deal with some, some uh, 
homophobia, uh, racism, um, inequality. And so the play is sort of packaged in a very cozy, heartwarming, has, has such a, a, a warmth about it. I think that word keeps coming up when in conversation, when, when we talk about it um, in design meetings and such. And, but there's an undercurrent of something that is, is much more serious and it kind of catches you off guard a little bit. So you, I think when you get into the show, you're going, oh, I, I got this. There's a lot of comedy. And if you've been involved in the theater, there's a lot of references you'll get. If you are not involved in the theater, you'll get a little bit of a, um, I don't know, a crash course in the kind of crazy things that we do and uh, the lingo and the and the jargon. So there's some inside jokes that um, that are, are will definitely get some winks. <laughs> but um, but I think if if you're new to the theater, it's uh, you won't be excluded. It, you'll just go, wow, that's what it's like. Yeah, that's pretty much what it's like. <laughs> um, so uh, so yeah, so you kind of think you're in for this very lighthearted you know, it feels very light in the beginning. And then it definitely, there's definitely some, some twists and turns and curves and surprises that come, that are all character driven. So, um, so yeah, I think that, uh, that those themes are also with, within the play as, as well, which is what makes it a strong piece and not as, um, I guess as it could, it could come across, I think sometimes, um, I don't know, I guess it's, it, it could sort of just seem like, oh, it's going to be a very light evening. And instead, it, um, it takes you to some deeper places. And, mm -hmm. um, and I think the, the, um, the layers of it are what make it a very strong piece of theater and sadly relevant piece of theater as well, because we're still dealing with a lot of these same issues today. Yeah, absolutely. Um... Do you have a favorite character in the play? And if so, Gosh, you know, and why? <laughs> I don't know if directors are allowed to have favorite characters. Well, it's, it's, it's kind of, I, I love that you ask that because I do, and I'm watching these actors and we've been in rehearsal now for a couple of weeks and we're finishing up week two and they are diving so deeply into these characters. And it really, I think that that's why it, it is such a gift for actors because the characters are all so well defined and they all have moments, even the ones that you think are, have them, they all have integrity for sure. But every one of them has a moment that makes you go, oh, I don't know if I agree with that person or, oh, I didn't know that person had that side, but they tend to come, they all come back round. So they're, they're all very well-rounded characters and, um, and I think that all of the actors are doing such a, a wonderful job. They've done a lot of work over the summer, a lot of deep character work, and they've brought all of that into to the process, which has been wonderful to, to watch them reveal themselves. So um, uh, every night, I guess, it's, it's a different character that I'm <laughs> attached to. It's a smaller cast, and um, even the ones that I feel I can't necessarily relate to, say Ellsworth, for example, he has moments where I go, oh, oh, sweet, I, yes, 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 Ellsworth, you know, and um, I think that, um, I don't know, to have a favorite feels... <laughs> 
I'm, I'm not really sure. I, I do have a, a small connection to Maggie, who is the, the character, um, who is the director mm -hmm. and she has a husband named Andrew, which I've mentioned. And I also have a husband named Andrew. <laughs> so there's a lot of mention in Andrew in the room. And so we have a lot of jokes about my Andrew versus uh, that her Andrew and I'm the director. So, um, so I think Maggie and I have a lot of connection <laughs> um, and uh, Hannah Rose Richards, who's playing Maggie, um, you know, we kind of uh, give each other a wink every now and again. So, yeah, <laughs> that's fun. So um, what do you hope audiences will enjoy about or take away from the show? I hope that I hope that they'll fall in love with all of these characters and and think about them as they leave the theater. I also think I also would love for audiences to have a beautiful, wonderful, heartwarming, thought provoking evening at the theater and, and enjoy being in a space with actors. I hope they'll fall in love with the story. I think it's a beautiful story. I hope that they'll connect with it, given what the world has been going through and, and find those parallels and find some comfort in it, certainly empathy. Uh, but mostly I want people to laugh. There's so much laughter. Mm -hmm. There's also some things that will tug at your heart, which I think, you know, if we do our job, they'll feel that. And I was feeling it last night in rehearsal. So, so I hope that that, that comes across. Um, but, you know, if, if it's, we say this about a lot of plays, I think that they are a love letter to the theater. And this play in particular, I think is sort of the, the penultimate <laughs> love letter to to the theater, um, yeah, a love letter to the theater. It's it feels very celebratory mm. and celebratory of the creative process as well, because you watch these actors go through rehearsal. So I, I guess I, I want people to celebrate is a great word for that to come in and 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 see what we do, see how we work meet these characters and and have some laughs and and maybe feel a little cozy feel a little love as they as they walk out the door and consider some of the heftier topics that are addressed as well wonderful wonderful i can't wait to see it yeah me too <laughs> yeah um is there anything else you would like to add about the show that we didn't touch on um no, I think that just about covers it without giving too much away. Yeah, I know it's hard because it, like like we were saying at the beginning of this conversation, there are a lot of spoilers. So yes, yes. it's hard not to get too much in the details and give things away. Yes. And it moves very quickly. You know, the scene is just quite short. So it's it kind of trucks along. So so those those surprises when they when they come are are quite, you know, it it does change the current quite a bit. So yeah. It's true. It's true. Well, absolutely. Um, well, wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank I you. I appreciate it. Again, you talking to me. I'm gonna Once again, that was Lindsay Ray Taylor discussing her production of George Brandt's Into the Breaches. The show runs September 23rd through October 9th in Meek Auditorium. The opening night performance on the 23rd will be followed by a reception in the Oxford University Depot. And the matinee on Sunday, September 25th will include ASL interpreting and live captioning services. Please check the show notes for more information, and we hope to see you there. Until next time, this is Stage and Screen.